Welcome to the Led by Him podcast with your hosts, Julie Keith and Anna Borkovic. Join us as we explore what it looks like to be led by Him in our daily lives. We hope this podcast leaves you encouraged and emboldened in living a life cultivated by God. Welcome to another episode of the Led by Him podcast with Anna and I. We are looking forward to chatting about fear today, and we had this on our schedule already, but given the circumstances going on in the world, this is very timely. All right, Anna, let's jump on in. Yes, it totally is. Um, Honestly, I think that we just talk about this a lot, Julie and I, fear and the fear in our life and how we combat that with the word and prayer and just recognizing those unhealthy thought patterns and thought processes that we have. Um, So I just thought it would be really great if we jumped on here and shared a little bit about that, got vulnerable in speaking about what we fear and what we're doing actively with the Lord to work to eliminate that. And not that it's going to be gone for good, but just to be more aware of it and to kind of nip it in the bud quicker um, than letting it play out. So, Julie, I would love Mm -hmm. um, if you could tell me where you see fear play out the most in your life or just like currently. Yeah, so um, I think the biggest thing for me probably the past four and a half years have been kids. Or actually, even before then, because I find that in pregnancy, I'm pretty, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't, I can't say fear consumes me, but it feels very present a lot of days, like, is baby okay? Is everything fine? And um, especially, I think now with what's going on, it feels, I have definitely felt uh, more anxiety, more fear, more scared of really the unknowns. Uh, I think I think that's a big one. Having kids, I think it's been scary in the sense that I've had to just trust the Lord with them. I mean, things happen to kids, and that's scary to even think about. But um, I think you know I've just had to work on that. So you know, kids, pregnancy. I think what people think of me has big been a big one, which really I did not realize for a long time was an issue necessarily until I noticed that just I was stopping myself from doing things that were I don't know what I posted on Facebook because of what someone I haven't talked to in 10 years might think of me which is crazy to think about but I'm just being super vulnerable and sharing that because it has been something that has stopped me and even doing the podcast I was oh my gosh what are people gonna think who am I to do this um so I think those are probably the biggest things that plague me kind of around fear so yeah really really the kid thing is probably the biggest aspect what about you yeah I mean I can't relate to the kid part yet but I can imagine how how hard that would be and just the full reliance on the Lord and protecting you and protecting your baby and making sure your baby is healthy and whole. And, um, yeah, I can imagine that playing out 
and I can a thousand percent relate to fear of man. I would say that that is one of my biggest struggles in life. And just like you, I can relate to it. For a while, I didn't know that it was a problem. Like, I was like, I don't care what people think of me. You know, mm-hmm. I am who I am. And um, didn't really think I struggled with that until I started working my own business, you know, and then I really, re- really quickly realized how much I was impacted by what others thought of me. And just like you said, like, I would want to do something, but I would stop myself out of fear of them judging me or the thoughts that they may have um, towards whatever I was posting or doing. Um, So that's when I think I really woke up to that struggle and that fear being present. And then also, um, I think when situations are out of my control, which a lot of them are, or there's a lot of uncertainty, Mm -hmm. kind of like right now, Mm -hmm. I have an underlying fear of just like what's going to happen or just, you know, that uncertainty really, really drives my anxiety and drives my fear and um, wanting to cling to something tangible that I can rest on. But when that, that isn't there, I just see that fear being really present. So I would say those are my two biggest. So control and fear of man, probably. Yeah. Stem my fear. Yeah, and I think it's just different in different as different phases of life, you know. Um, it's like seems like before I have kids, I don't even remember what I was fearful of. Probably, I don't know, like money things or job, you know, job stuff, like that type of thing. Um, right. Yeah, but I think it's yeah, in light of what's going on, it is hard to know what's going to happen next, and um. I don't know. It's just, I feel like right now there's no expectation of like what's next. And that can be hard. That can give fear, I think. But yeah, I, that is a good point. Um, so just like with identifying our fears and our struggles and that, I would love to know um, what it looks like for you to fully surrender yourself and the circumstances that you are in to God during times of uncertainty and lack of control. Uh, I mean, if I was being, I'm being honest, so I think it is scary. I think it's easy to say like, oh, it's great. I don't think it is. I think it is scary in some ways to know, I don't know, just to, to really fully surrender is a big, it's a big step. And, um, but I do think there is a big sense of peace in knowing that he's faithful and that we can trust him. Um, you know, I heard this recently, but the Bible says, fear not 365 times in it. <laughs> and I was wow. like, oh my gosh, that's huge. I mean, that's a message for Christians. Uh, we should be, to me, the least fearful people um, mm-hmm. because we have God and we know that we can trust him with whatever comes our way. That doesn't mean life is going to be easy. It doesn't mean we're not going to face challenges and um, you know, there doesn't mean there's going to be things in the world that we don't feel are wrong, but we still are trusting him. I mean, just looking in the Bible, they, their lives were not easy. I mean, they were in slavery. <laughs> they had horrible emperors. Like it was not a cakewalk, but 
they still were saying fear not you know and um that's just what I come back to there's there is a piece in knowing that we don't have to we don't have to be fearful we don't have to worry and I think um being pregnant right now I'm due in June there's a lot of unknowns with my birth we hired doulas and now doulas may not be able to come to the hospital which um it is giving me some fear because I'd like to have another um, unmedicated birth and I'm scared that I'm going to be able to do that on my own. And, Mm. um, you know, looking at different birth decisions now and three months out, it's just feeling like a lot of of decisions to make again. Um, So anyway, yeah, yeah, there was a lot going on with that. The other night I was doing dishes and I put on worship music. Um. And there's this song, it's called The good, uh, the Goodness of God, God, I think. Sorry, I have an air bubble. Um, I think it's like by Bethel, and then there's one by like another band. But it's so good, and it's just being about being reminded of like what God's done in your life. And so listening, is, I just felt God saying like, remember all these times like I helped you, whether it was like mm-hmm. when we were kids and um, our parents couldn't afford to pay a bill and like someone paid the bill for them, you know, for our water, electricity. Like I remember specific circumstances or getting a job after college when there were a lot of other people that weren't. And I was blessed with like having a job right away, you know, and just so many other things. I felt like he was just saying, don't worry, like, don't be fearful. You're, this is all going to be okay. Like you're going to see in the long run, like why this is happening. Um, or just how the good has come out of this. So that is kind of how it looks for me. And, you know, it's sometimes hour by hour, <laughs> sometimes I'm fearful and I'm not, but, you know, I think it's a process. So what do you think? I just love that. Like, I love the way that you explain that. I don't love that you, you know, ebb and flow, but at the same time I do, because I feel like that's just our humanity and the Lord is beckoning you mm-hmm. back into him and saying, you can trust me. Look, look how I've provided mm-hmm. for you in these ways. And um, just you saying all that, like I could just feel the weight of that, but I do know that you're going to be okay. Your baby's going to mm-hmm. be healthy and God is in control and, um, and he'll make a way for you when we feel like there's no way. So I love that you just shared that with us. Thank you. And um for me, like, I do believe it's always a refining process, too. Like, I don't think we're just going to wake up one day and not have fear. But I think personally, I have realized that the more time I spend getting to know our father and like our father as in our father in heaven, um, my trust in him is building. Mm-hmm. So when I spend time with him, I lean into mm-hmm. his, into trusting him more and knowing that he's going to provide or he's going to protect or whatever it may be, or where my worth lies, it lies in him. It doesn't lie in what other people say or think of me or the circumstances that at the end of the day, my hope is in him. And, um, and he, he has it covered and he always has, and he always will. Um, so I think, yeah. And just recognizing Hey, I'm being fearful of this. Mm. Hey, I'm being anxious okay. of this because of this. And then giving it back to God yeah. instead of that awareness and allowing myself to fester. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Self-awareness and then pivoting 
back yep. to the Lord. It's a good point, actually. I didn't think of that. Um, so I guess this is kind of like the last question a little bit, but how do you work towards breaking those old habits or those old thought patterns and replacing them with healthier thinking or boundaries when it comes to fear? I think you hit the nail on the head with the first one or what you just said about awareness, because I think that's, you know, the Bible talks about taking your thoughts captive. And I think part of that is fearful thoughts. Um, Mm -hmm. And knowing that, you know, fear is not of Christ. It's not what God has for us. It's not his best. Um, And then I, you know, I do think we've talked about this before, but memorizing scripture and knowing what the Bible says about fear. Um, reading examples you know the bible i I always think of uh jesus being out on the boat and he's sleeping and the storm comes and the disciples are freaking out and they're like how are you sleeping right now and you know he's not scared he's not fearful um and he says to them you know don't be afraid and i mean really even this whole thing going on right now it's a storm in our life it's a season we're on a boat. We don't know what's coming. We're scared. Um, but I know that's what he would look at us and say is don't be afraid. Um, and, you know, I, we didn't, this is kind of indirect, but I do think like what you were saying, self-awareness counseling. I mean, I think knowing, you know, starting to learn like your thought patterns, because I think some of the th- ways we do think are from childhood or from, things that have just been ingrained in us. And I think, you know, following God and trusting him and leaning into him daily, it starts to work some of that out. But I think there's nothing wrong with counseling and having someone else give you, um, you know, biblical advice on how to change those patterns too. So those are kind of my top ones. And what, what do you think has worked for you? Yeah, I'm a huge advocate for, counseling or therapy um I think that sometimes our habits are so deeply rooted that we need someone else to kind of walk alongside of us and to help point them out in a loving Mm -hmm. way but then also help us to overcome Mm -hmm. that habit or you know whatever it may be to get to the other side so yes I definitely agree with that I have been in counseling and it has worked wonders for me um and I'm in it too so just so people there's no shame in yeah no (laughs) yeah I love it I love my counselor she's amazing um but I think just what like I I said too of like just giving it to God recognizing it giving it to God or also friends Cameron my husband you know like people that will hold me accountable who also walk in the truth who can point that out when I open up and they say, Hey, maybe this is something you should look at, you know, and then putting my defensive walls down and Mm -hmm. looking at it and coming to God, God reveal this to me, you know, am I being fearful of this or am I trusting you fully? And if not, help me, help me with your Holy spirit. So I think just a humbleness, which is hard and I'm not humble a lot of the times, but I think the more that I work in these areas with the Lord, the more that I want him to soften them. Yeah. For I, sure. Or or not soften, but soften my heart towards wanting to give it to him and to trust him with all situations 
that I'm in or to go where he's leading me and not be fearful of what anyone thinks or what sticks. Yeah, I think what you said is so true. It's like, we have a relationship with Jesus. Like we can be real with him and say, I'm scared. I'm fearful. I don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, I think sometimes it may, you know, I think we assume, maybe we assume like everyone who listens is a Christian, but if you're not talking to God is like as simple as just talking to a friend, like and telling him your worries and your fears and, um, you know, it's not an elaborate prayer all the time. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, help me, Lord. I'm struggling, you know? And I love what you said about like people. Cause I think that's very true is, um, asking for prayer, you know, relying on other people to just point you back to the truth is very, very true. And I, I'm thankful for you that, like, I can come to you with pretty much anything and be like, I'm having this crazy thought or I'm worried about this. And, you know, you can, like, help direct me back to God. So that mm-hmm. is true. I'm thankful for you, too, because I feel like we very much have that relationship of, you know, hearing each other and validating each other, but also speaking uh-huh. truth when it's not yeah. as easy to do. And I would add to that, I think when you are confining in someone, making sure it's a trusted friend or someone who really is walking with the Lord, just because you want that accountability that's, that is grounded in truth. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree. And I heard something. um, So just so we've been trying to put notes on our podcast of things we mentioned. So a podcast I like is a Bridgetown church and the pastor's john mark comer who i just i feel like he presents things in such a great way but he's doing like little daily podcasts during the corona thing i don't know he just started it maybe this week or last week but he did one the other day about um it was kind of more on anxiety but he was touching on fear too that one in the bible it talks a lot about being grateful and how gratitude is kind of the opposite Mm. of being fearful and anxious and that really like hit home with me, you know, instead of sitting around and listening to all this stuff and you know what else works for fear? Turn off your phone, <laughs> like get off social media yes. and don't look at the news, Amen. like yes. give yourself a break because I needed that. And I did it last night into tonight pretty much. And I had the best day. <laughs> I had a great day, you know? So yeah. I think that's one thing we didn't touch on, but sometimes you need to put a boundary around what you're consuming. Um, but yeah, he was just saying being grateful. It's really kind of one of the opposites of being fearful and just trusting. So I loved that point. I, was like, I, never, I didn't think of that, but it's true. I'm glad you brought that up, both of those points, because I too have been on a social media break for the last few days. Because honestly, it was just all getting to me and um, I have felt a lot more peace. And then I agree, just even though life does not look normal right now, we are all still really blessed and there are others yeah. who are struggling and um, not this time is, is very difficult, but I think we can find the silver lining in ways to be grateful. Yeah. So, Yeah. So, um, do you have a favorite Bible, Bible verse, um, when you're fearful that brings you back to the truth of who God is? Uh, yes, I have a few, but one I loved recently 
is Second Timothy one seven, which is very short and sweet, so you could easily memorize this one. <laughs> it says, "For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment." And I just I love it because it's like short to the point, and it's I don't know, it's just like so true. That's not what we're given, you know. But we are given power, love, and sound judgment. And I think if we use those more, that's going to help drive out that fear. So what about you? Yes. I love that. Um, you know, I do. But really, I wanted to read a verse in closing. Um, and I don't know if we're complete or not. But I wanted to go ahead and read a verse. Um, that actually the other day I was stretching and I turned on like Psalms 91 and just kind of let the Psalms continue to play while I was stretching. Yeah. And I just needed to renew my mind. So I turned it off, you know, when I was done stretching and then today I opened up my Bible app on my phone and it landed on Psalms 96. And so I started reading it and I was like, wow. So today was the second day that there was sunshine in Dallas, it's been raining for the past like seven days or so. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just reading this verse along with the weather and the sunshine just gave me so much hope in the Lord and just reminded me of who God is, the creator of the heavens and earth, like the power and might that he has and just just that we mm-hmm. can trust him. So I'm going to go ahead and read that. It's not super long, but um, it's 11 or 13 verses. So I'll go ahead and read that now. Um, and the title of the chapter is King of the Earth. So it says, sing a new song to the, to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wondrous works among the peoples. For the Lord is great and is highly praised. He is feared above all gods, for all the gods of the people are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, you families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. And then I love this part. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is firmly established. It cannot be shaken. He judges the peoples fairly. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the sea and all that fills it resound. Let the fields and everything in them celebrate. Then all the trees of the forest will shout for joy before the Lord. For he is coming for he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world righteous. He will judge the world with righteousness and the people with faithfulness. And ascribe means belong to. So I just thought that was just really sweet and a great reminder that the Lord just holds our earth in his hand and nothing happens without him being involved in some way and not saying that this is because of God, but he brings good out of any situation and we can trust and rest in that so i love like thinking about the king of the earth (laughs) 
Yes, I know. It's very comforting. Um, so I just wanted to say a quick prayer for everyone listening tonight, just because I know that hearts are heavy during this time. And we just want you to um, know that you're not alone and that you're seen and known by our creator and um, that we are praying for you off of the podcast as well. So Lord, we just thank you, God, for this podcast. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to just um, share our hearts and, God, what you are doing in us and through us. It is all for your glory, God, and we thank you for this opportunity. We just pray over our friends, God, um, who may be feeling fearful of the situation and circumstances of our world right now, the uncertainty, God, and the lack of control that we all are facing. And we just ask that you would comfort and calm hearts that um, for those of you who, for those of us who are walking with you, God, that you would just strengthen our relationship. And for those of um, our friends who don't know you, God, that you would just draw them in during this time and that they would come to know you in a personal way and feel the love of Christ. Um, we just ask that, Lord, your will would be done and that we would go out and serve others um, because you serve us. And um we just thank you for who you are, that we can trust you and we can rest on your word and on your love, God, for us and for humanity. We pray all these things Amen. in your name. Amen. All right, guys. So we're going to continue to pray for you in this time in our world. And we'll talk to you all soon.